0: And welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We're your weekly nostalgia podcast, chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Alphick.
1: And I'm Connor Thompson.
0: This week, we bring you August 26th through the 1st of September in 1997. How about we get in with it? August
1: 26th was a good day. August 25th was better, though, because on the 25th, GoldenEye 007 was released. That so, is so good. this is day two of GoldenEye on Monday. It would have probably taken a few weeks to catch on. Like, I don't like GoldenEye is totally I think a sleeper hit like how many 10 year
0: olds are going oh man I can't wait to play the new James Bond game that's true it was probably a couple months later
1: I when think it's we've like, talked about this but I remember playing the demo in Zellers and losing my mind
0: That pro- that's probably what did it the yeah. like, actual video game demos and stuff that was a Canadian oh, yeah. company right? oh, yeah. for any American listeners it was basically Target then it was bought by Target then Target went out of business in Canada in a record setting 18 months or they even something.
1: Had, they even had the same color scheme. It was very weird. I miss Target, though. Moving... On The special editions of Star Wars episodes 4, 5, and 6 were released on VHS today. Also, on this date and rounding it out, Netscape to sell new products via retailers. Netscape Communications Corporation said it will sell three new products through retailers as part of its strategy to get 100 million copies of its internet software into consumers' hands. The Mountain View-based software maker will begin selling the three new editions of its communicator browsing software for prices starting at $29, including rebates.
0: That's a great way to get your software into the hands of 100 people charging 30 bucks for it when internet explorer was free well done netscape well done yeah i mean netscape was a good browser it was all right it just cost money and then by the time they started offering it for free it, the war was already over yeah it was too late anyway let's move on to the 27th of august for the clintons sun sand and surf this is basically the same article as <laughs> oh last week uh president clinton and his wife Hillary, spent time yesterday on the beach at Martha's Vineyard, where they are spending two weeks. The night before, the couple went to the Farm Neck Golf Club, where they sang hits from the 1960s and danced past midnight. Mr. Clinton also played golf yesterday. He loves golf. Another article today, During Dog Days, Wacky Rules in New York, Andrea Butler missed lunch a few days ago so that she could stand in a tub in front of Radio City Music Hall and scream bloody murder. Only in August, for example, could a 29-year-old bank employee make a mini-name for herself by imitating a screaming Janet Lee from the shower scene in Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 movie Psycho. Butler's high-pitched wail, which undoubtedly sent terror through the hearts of unsuspecting tourists several blocks away, made her the first winner of the Psycho Silver Screen Contest say that three times fast, sponsored by Radio City. She won out over about 30 other screamers. Okay then, that's a weird one. Walking down the streets of New York and hearing someone scream at the top of their lungs would probably terrify me, but... it's
1: a neat way to go about marketing. Yeah. All right. August 28th. Philip Morris plans to conserve cash for settlement. The Philip Morris Company said yesterday that it would not increase its quarterly dividend so it could conserve cash for the tobacco industry's proposed national settlement of health-related lawsuits. Philip Morris, the maker of Marlboro cigarettes, is expected to pay about half the settlement, which would cost 368.5 billion over 25 years.
0: That's a lot of cash. But, you know what? I think the tobacco industry can probably afford it. It is the official opinion of this podcast that smokers there's... Our jokers. Let's move on to August 29th. Online VHS rental company Netflix is incorporated in the US. It started out as a VHS company? Apparently. That must have been a lot harder to ship. Like a VHS tape? Like that requires bubble packaging and safety, whereas a DVD? Yeah, you can just shove it in an envelope and send it out. And you know, streaming over the internet, even easier. Also today, Cisco to build networking lab in Taipei. Cisco Systems, venturing outside the US for the first time in years, agreed to build a joint venture computer network laboratory in Taipei. Uh, under the accord, San Jose-based Cisco and Taiwan's semi-official institute—they have a semi-official institute?—for networking and industry will form a networking multimedia lab in Taipei for major Taiwan manufacturers Acer, Tatung, Sun Moon Star, and D-Link have agreed to collaborate in developing Taiwan's multimedia and network industry. I don't know if people know, but Taiwan is a huge manufacturer for a lot of electronics now. The two companies in that article that you may have actually recognized besides Cisco uh, would have been Acer and D-Link. Other huge industries based in Taiwan are Foxconn, the maker of a lot of Apple parts, and uh, HTC, which makes a lot of Android phones. They also have this really cool mall I want to visit. It's like a nine-story technology mall really cool. That does sound really cool. Anyway, let's jump back to the 90s.
1: August 30th, Mo Money, Mo Problems reaches number one on the Hot 100 singles chart, making Notorious B.I.G. the first artist to achieve two posthumous number one singles. That's That's, pretty cool. That's a pretty big deal.
0: Yeah, sucks that he died. I wonder what his career would have been like.
1: Probably would have ended up like LL Cool J hosting that garbage show on network television. Wait a minute. Are you calling, are you calling Lip (laughs) Sync
0: Battle? We've had this conversation before.
1: I don't like that show. Also, on this date, court in Florida okays charging jail in inmates for meals yeah oh god a florida county jail will be able to keep charging its inmates a dollar for every meal they eat behind bars thanks to a court ruling that the local sheriff called a great victory for taxpayers a state appeals court upheld the program created by marion county sheriff ken ergel to charge prisoners for their meals and for any medical care prisoners at the 1300 bed facility are charged for their keep even if they are held before trial and found innocent of any crime what the fuck florida this is like the beginning of like florida man august 31st Rapper takes
0: hit on mansion sale. Rap singer MC Hammer has sold his mansion in the Fremont foothills overlooking San Francisco for 5.3 million, sources say. The buyer was identified as a television producer from Singapore who paid cash and took title in the name of a corporation. Assessor's records value the home at 9.4 million and it was listed in May at $6.8 million. Hammer's manager said that the singer would be happy to sell because he was letting go of the old and making a new beginning. Sorry, he marking was, a new beginning. He was broke as fuck. That's MC Hammer's legacy, pretty much. The Being guy who spent all his money. All right, now on to some really sad news. Today was August 31st, 1997. I don't know if that rings a bell for some of our listeners, but today was the day that Princess Diana passed away. The Princess of Wales is taken to a hospital after a car accident shortly after midnight in Pont de L'Alma Tunnel in Paris. She's pronounced dead at 3 a.m. BBC One continues to air through the whole night in the UK for the first time, apart from general elections, simulcasting with BBC World News to bring updates of Diana's car accident. In the days following her death, regular programming is abandoned in order to allow for coverage of the events. ITV's unbroken news coverage of the tragedy lasts well into the evening. The first scheduled program being aired after is Coronation Street. Two
1: things here. First, I hate Coronation Street.
0: I'm not a fan. I've oh, never God. watched it. My, my mom, it my really mom and I my like.
1: uncle watched that show. They're so goddamn British.
0: Like, I I can't say anything for or against it, but it doesn't look like something I'd
1: like. It's the worst. Um, But also, my mom and uncle are British. Like, they were born in England and moved over here when they were young. This was a huge deal. I remember my mom just planted in front of the television, would not move, watched every bit of coverage, as I'm sure literally all of the UK did. It was huge. I mean, she was
0: commonly known as the People's Princess because she was so accessible. She was almost the regular Joe of the
1: royalty world that's the kind of love and admiration you can get for you know being a royal or a politician but also a decent human being yeah, because we've literally she not seen charitable. her leg ever since.
0: Yeah, she was very charitable and generally a good person from what I remember. Yeah, very big deal. And this was like one of those days that everyone remembered. It wasn't all bad news, though, because Disney's Recess also premiered today. And that was a fantastic show.
1: I love Recess.
0: Oh, yeah. Recess was a, such a good Disney show. Oh, yeah. And has a Disney is Pretty good with animated shows.
1: Uh, Speaking of, yeah. September 1st, the Disney Channel converts from subscription television to a regular channel after 14 years. Neat. There's a bunch of stuff that happened on this date. The National Geographic Channel is launched in the UK. We also found a story titled, IBM Tries to Outmaneuver Microsoft by Supporting Java. David G has a daunting mission, one that has defeated many older, more experienced executives. His challenge? Making IBM look cool. If you've ever seen their laptops, mission not accomplished mr g a 29 year old native of london is the ibm executive in charge of promoting java the new programming language on which so many in the computer industry are placing their hopes he is helping to lead a campaign for the hearts and minds of software developers a crusade that pits ibm sun microsystems netscape communications and others against microsoft if enough over caffeinated code writers become convinced that ibm has cool technology they will use its products to write software and develop java products of their own transforming ibm which has been overshadowed by microsoft in the last decade into one of the leaders of the new de facto industry standard
0: yeah that didn't happen
1: no java overwhelming
0: success oh massive in everything um ibm's os not so much i mean ibm's pretty much pulled out of the personal computer industry and now they're still around but making you know weird ai things like watson and stuff
1: yeah cool stuff though
0: oh yeah definitely cool stuff so i guess they they're slowly regaining that coolness
1: yeah that was the week that was. Before we move on to movies and music, though, one update from last week, aka possibly
0: one-time segment, because I doubt we'll ever be able to find anything to fit into it again, Yeah, that we're calling that Somewhat Moderately Raven.
1: Oh. That's What Little Girls Are Made Of, is the debut mainstream single from raven Simone featuring rapper Missy Elliott, credited as her full name, Melissa Elliott, taken from her debut studio album, Here's to New Dreams. So before we go on, obviously last week we found the song on the billboard hot 100 yeah so we did a little research found out that missy Elliott was somehow involved yeah missy elliot was like she wrote the song but wait it gets better it does this is Simone's highest chart appearance to date. The song was written and produced by Missy Elliott, who performs a verse of scat singing and Jamaican-style toasting, but the music video featured a thinner, light-skinned actress lip-syncing her part. Whoa! Right? On Behind the Music, Elliott reveals that she was not informed of the video shoot, and later told she, quote, didn't fit the image of what we were looking for, later taking her revenge with an oversized garbage bag costume in the groundbreaking 1997 video, The Rain, Supa Dupa Fly. Holy Holy shit!
0: shit. That is, that is somewhat moderately Raven. Yeah. I can't believe they cut out Miss, Missy Elliott from it. Somewhat moderately racist. Yeah. That is it possibly ever for this segment, unless yep. we can find any other cool Raven information. We're
1: actually becoming a Raven Simone podcast. All right. Moving into the box office. Number one, G.I. Jane.
0: Who started in that? Demi Moore. That was Demi Moore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was someone big like that. Uh, number two, moving down. We've got Money Talks.
1: Ooh. Number three. Harrison Ford is President of the United States, Air Force One.
0: Get off my plane. That was I've mess. never actually seen Air Force One. I just saw it's the trailer a, good movie. a million times. I think I was at the drive in at one point when it was playing, and I was just seeing something else, probably a kid's movie. If I had to guess, probably Men in Black.
1: All right, rounding out the top five, we have Hoodlum and Conspiracy Theory. And then moving down the list, ooh, 10, we have Men in Black, George of the Jungles down here. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Con Air.
0: Con Air. Followed
1: by Air, Air Bud. Bud. The Not first to be one, confused though. with. Uh, Air Bud. I got that as a free DVD in
0: a cereal box
1: a few years later. You paid too much.
0: And rounding it out at 18, we've got My Best Friend's Wedding.
1: Moving on to the Billboard Hot 100 at the number one spot. As you already know, mo money mo problems the notorious big featuring puff daddy and mace
0: it's interesting that he's credited as puff daddy
1: so many name changes i know speaking of puff daddy number two we've got
0: i'll be missing you puff daddy featuring faith evans featuring one one two and number
1: three quit playing games with my heart backstreet boys number four though semi Charmed life third eye blind number five though ah to become one
0: yeah by the Spice Girls, rounding out the top five with I think that this was probably their sophomore hit. To Become One was so good. Also, another one of those songs that is blatantly about sex that at the time I didn't realize was blatantly about sex.
1: There's some other stuff on here Whoa. that we've already covered. How do I live by Leanne Rhines, aka yeah. How
0: Do I Leave by Leanne Rhines. Hey. Oh, Missy Elliott's on the on the charts. Sunny Came Home by Sean Colvin at number 10. Really good song. Bitch by Meredith Brooks. We've already talked about that. Uh, sliding down the list a little bit we've got uh the freshman by the, the verve pipe. We've already talked about Bittersweet Symphony, I think. That's true. The other song by a band that sounds very much like that in name at twenty-one. Foolish Game slash You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. I don't think we've talked about that song, have we? I don't we? think we have. I love that song. It's such a good song. I don't know if Jewel counts as country music. I don't really mm. like country music, but it so. is. Hang okay, on. good. Maybe. Because I like that song a lot.
1: All right, at 24, we get Say You'll Be There by the Spice Girls. Oh, Yeah. Maybe that was their second hit. I don't know. Ooh, 32 and on its way down. Finally, Mbop by Hansen. I will say finally for that. Uh, for
0: most boy bands, I, I really was able to sort of like them later on. Like, I love the Backstreet Boys. I love NSYNC. 98 Degrees is okay. Hansen never really did it for me. A few years ago, there was a news article saying that they were going to start brewing beer called Mbop. I'm not lying right now. I would have bought that. I know. I would have liked to try it, but I don't know if it ever materialized. So. Okay,
1: three more. Three more more songs all right what have we got? 39 i want you by savage garden nice how do you feel about savage garden they're okay oh crap i did I'll this backwards it. at 37 we have to the moon and back also by savage garden i'm
0: not sure i know that
1: one i was throwing those both in there for you but none of that matters though because at number 44 closing out the week our boy friend of the show michael bolton with go the distance from the hercules soundtrack This
0: is probably my favorite Michael Bolton song. I agree. Because it's just so, it's inspiring. Oh that hair. The hair. The hair's I mean, inspiring. just Hercules as well. So Michael Bolton
1: thank you for going the distance
0: and I think we've just about went the distance on music.
1: I think so too. One quick note for sometime this year very sad news both the Sega Genesis and Sega Game Gear were discontinued ah. in 1997. The Game Gear was way ahead of its time. Light years ahead of its time. And a
0: color screen in it the was, early 90s. It was
1: incredible.
0: What is up with that it
1: weighed like 14 pounds it was the size of your head battery life gave you about what an hour seven minutes of gameplay
0: yeah it Um, was great though another quick random note that doesn't quite fit in do you ever watch uh adam savage's youtube channel tested every now and again there's some pretty cool shit in there if you're into like making and stuff anyway uh he had this guy on who rebuilt from watching the movie do you remember flubber yeah do you remember the little robot weeboo oh yeah the like robin williams little robot assistant yeah he built this thing from scratch using fucking pictures and references from the movie eventually adam got in contact with him. adam actually worked in the 90s for a company that helped make these Very cool. uh, for the movie so he actually worked on the movie he had some original weeboo parts and, and helped him out a little bit, but dude made such a really good replica. He hired a voice actress to redo the Weebo lines, Weebo lines, Mm -hmm. it is so cool. I didn't think, like, I was just looking for something to watch while I was eating, and I was blown away by it. That's
1: super cool. Yeah, super cool little thing from the movie Flubber that this guy just completely remade. I'm just realizing this now, we have nothing (laughs) for the 90s spotlight, nor the sponsor. All right, this week, for your 90s spotlight, I'd like to discuss something that I don't really miss, but just isn't around anymore. Rusty cars. Have you seen my car? Okay. Your car might be the exception. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But I mean, just generally on the street, there are nearly as many. This is the worst 90s spotlight ever. We can't do this. Okay. That's terrible. I'm sorry. All right, let's dive in. This week's 90s spotlight is a bit of a weird one. We'd like to take a few minutes to talk about connectivity and what it means to live right now versus what it was like in the 90s. So, the first point that we want to bring up is actually getting a hold of people, getting a in touch with someone. Now, a quick text message or, you know, a message on Facebook, Mm -hmm. a phone call if you're old school like that. Perhaps you want to send someone a fax. I guess you could if you wanted to.
0: Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp. I've talked to the same person on four different mediums in one day, carrying on potentially different conversations with one person
1: through so many different methods, all through a mobile device or a computer. But in the 90s, if I wanted to get a hold of Chris, I was calling the Elphic house, or I was knocking on the Elfic house door.
0: That's something that is kind of unheard of
1: nowadays. Like, there's no reason
0: I would call your parents' phone line and ask for you. It just doesn't make sense anymore.
1: And there's a whole uncomfortable social interaction that no longer exists of calling your crush's house and hanging up when her dad answers the phone. Just as far as connectivity goes, like, there was a chance that maybe you leave the house without your watch one day, as an adult in the 90s, You could run a bunch of errands and for hours not know what time it is. That's incredible to me.
0: Oh, yeah. I actually had someone ask me the time like four days ago. It was weird. It never
1: happens anymore.
0: Yeah, it was like, excuse me, sir. Do you know what time it is?
1: No, what? leave me alone. Where's your cell phone?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wasn't a dick, so I, I, just, I told them what time it was. <laughs> yeah, And my phone was in my hand, so I didn't really have an out.
1: But, but yeah, you it's... were probably thinking, like, what's wrong with you? It's totally weird. Totally weird when you think about it. Yeah. So, connectivity. It's a weird thing. It used to be simple. Now it's not. It's
0: it's it's different. Also, what yeah. about mail as a as a form of connectivity? That Oof. was different too. Like, yeah. did you ever send people letters? Sometimes. Do you remember how excited you were to, to get like oh a hand, to get mail, a hand oh. addressed letter to that yourself? Was the best. It was cool. I mean, it's even more cool now because it's ten times rarer. Yeah. Now, now yeah. Now if I want to send a text based message, it's a text message. Really if or I or an email.
1: If I get something in the mail that's handwritten, it's a wedding invitation. Stop inviting me to your weddings. I don't want to go. I'll, I'll start going to some weddings. Oh. I haven't been
0: to I haven't been to enough weddings.
1: We've I mean maybe I'll hate it at some we've point. We've been to but- so many goddamn weddings.
0: Yeah, well I just,
1: wedding season. I'm happy for you, congratulations. I don't want to pay like a hundred bucks a pop to eat some food at your wedding and have to wear fancy clothes. How many toasters have you bought in the last year? No, no toasters. Normally no we just go the cash route or pick something up straight off of the registry. Yeah. All right, let's close this thing out. Yeah. Every week on the podcast, we have a sponsor. Sometimes they're real, sometimes they're not. This week, it is most certainly fictitious.
0: Yes, and despite what you may think, this week's sponsor is not a brand of toasters. Yeah. This week's sponsor is semi animatronic <laughs> black cats from 90s TV and movies. <laughs> I can't believe I let you talk me into this. Do you remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Salem the Cat. Salem Saberhagen, a man sentenced to be a cat. He was the sass. I sassiest. think he was. Oh, he was the sass. He was the coolest dude. Do you remember Hocus Pocus? Yep. Sarah Jessica Parker yep. and stuff? Bette yeah. Bet Midler? Oh, Bet Midler. Binks, the cat. Oh, Binks. The human cursed to live as a cat very
1: common 90s theme apparently
0: A black cat, nonetheless. There was something I loved about these 90s cats. They were puppets half the times. Then you'd switch the shot, and then there's an actual cat walking away. Other times it could have been a robot. I'm not exactly sure how these cats worked, and they brought us so much joy back in the day. Whether they were making sassy remarks to a witch, whether they were not talking around mortals, whether they were talking around mortals. There was something different about witchcraft and wizardry pre-Harry Potter that just really brought the black cat into it. I
1: have literally nothing to say about this topic, except this is kind of off topic, but still about cats. My favorite thing about Elf was that he always wanted to eat the cat, and for some reason the family was totally fine letting him live there, in constant pursuit of literally eating their cat.
0: Well, that's that's somewhat related, because that's another 90s puppet, and one of our spotlights eventually is going to be on 90s puppets, Definitely. but we're just shaving it right down to the bone right here, and thanking the 90s semi animated electronic puppeted humanoid possessed cat. I don't know where I'm going with this, but we would like to thank you for imbuing us with that feeling that anything's possible. And if we do the wrong thing, we're going to get turned into cats. Oh, I don't want to be turned into a cat. Salem took it in stride, but he was not a big fan of being a cat. Neither was Binks. He was- Brady stoked when he became not a cat
1: anymore. We are now a cats podcast. All right. You can find us on Twitter at SIT90s. If you want to send us an email or be a $10 sponsor, you can hit us up at Stuck in the Nineties Podcast gmail.com. You can, of course, find us online at Stuck in the Nineties Podcast.com. We are at Stuck in the Nineties Podcast on Instagram. We've been posting things from time to time.
0: Yeah, we'll do that once in a while. It's when creep. we feel like posting an image or two, we've got some exciting things coming up. In the next few weeks not all of them we're going to talk about now hopefully we're going to try to get some guests on the show all right but one thing we can wheel. let you know is what we're doing
1: next week so yeah all right next week we're doing september 2nd through 8th 1991
0: that's a good year i think fine we'll vintage find out yeah it's a beautiful year it's the beginning of september it's back to school and we'll be back at you next week but for now the podcast is now over Sure is. (laughs) But we didn't have a sponsor or a spotlight.